0: Welcome to Clear the Clutter. My name is Margaret, and this podcast is where I give you practical and spiritual advice to get your time back so you can finally spend it how you really want. Hey loves, welcome to Clear the Clutter podcast, where I teach you timeless principles to clear out old money and mindset beliefs that are holding you back. Today, episode 70, we are going to talk about the practical steps to take when making room for abundance to show up. So whether this is your first episode with me or you've listened to all 70, I will have a ton of examples to dive into in this episode. Um, First things first, I want to say that this podcast is sponsored by me. If you want to dive deeper into today's episode and get 50% off all my journal prompts and the entire Etsy store, like the entire Etsy store, go to the link in the show notes or go to margaretstevens.co slash shop and use the promo code PODCASTLOVE at checkout in the Etsy store. So one thing I want to point out, which I've been really excited to kind of put this as an Easter egg into the podcast, that coupon code does not exist anywhere else. It is not in writing anywhere else. It's not on a graphic. It's not in the back end of a website. It, it does not exist anywhere else except in my, uh, my notes when I'm recording the episode and in the back end of Etsy so that you guys can get the 50% off. Um, It's kind of like a a reminder of my old IT days where we used to put Easter eggs. And so to create an Easter egg for the podcast really got me excited. So like I said, 50% off the entire store. So any merch that I'm creating, whether it's now or in the future, whether it's journal prompts, habit trackers, doesn't matter. Any of that stuff at the Etsy store is always going to be 50% off as a thank you for the Easter egg. So... Let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. So if you are listening to this in somewhat of real time, you know that it's in the beginning of January. Um, last week's episode or the last episode was about kind of getting clear on what you want for the year and setting up really good, clean habits so that you could look at the big picture of things. So one thing I've done, um, and I've done it really bad in the past, but I do it a lot better now is... I had such a hard time looking at the big picture. Like I could look and kind of get a feel of what I wanted. Like I could say I was chasing an emotion or I was chasing a, 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 a dollar amount or something, but like it still felt very um, disjointed in the fact that like it, it didn't feel part of a big picture. So last week's episode was all about kind of setting up that big picture. And I kind of have a big picture of what like five years and 10 years looks like. Um, it's a little hazier than I'd like but at least right now I'm practicing what a solid year looks like. And I say that and you might be thinking, oh my God, that sounds super restrictive. I don't wanna know every single thing that's going on in that, that year. It's not meant to be that, it's meant to be Where these are the things you want to check off the list. So by the time the end of the year rolls around, you'd be like, dang, that was a really good year. I went on vacation. I took care of myself. My business grew. My my personal life grew. My relationships got stronger. So it's not just, you know, very mechanical and very uh, cold. It's meant to bring in all the parts of you that are going, you know, hey, I need attention, too. I need love, too. I need to be taken care of as well. So once you kind of get the big picture, then it's like day seven and you're like, oh shit, what do I do now? So what I wanted to do, um, it's kind of funny. Ironically, I'm recording it and today's the seventh. Um, so I'm recording this on the seventh and, um, I've been working in my routine of what I want to do on certain days. So certain days I do, uh, podcasting and journal prompts and I, I do stuff for the podcast company other days I've been focusing on taking care of myself so that means rowing more um taking you know nice glorious long tub baths reading a book things like that so I've been kind of working my routine um and tonight was one of the nights where um it was meant to take care of myself and I was like you know what I really just want to like declutter the house so One thing I wanted to kind of dive into, which I've talked about a little bit in the past, but that was like in that 20-ish series of episodes. So it's been a hot minute, right? I love to declutter things as a way to practically get myself in the mindset of abundance. So that is such a practical and woo statement. It's not even funny. But basically, the way I look at it is clutter. I've said this over and over again. Clutter to me is tangible. It's not just... The energy. It's not just the physical stuff. It's it's what's going on in my head. It's what's in my environment. It's what my computer screen looks like. It's what my, you know, discombobulated thoughts are looking like. It's the fact that I can't wrap my brain around X, Y, and Z. So for me, clutter has always felt very tangible. And when I'm trying to get into this abundant mindset of I'm going to go on this many vacations, my company is going to grow this much, I'm going to bring in this much of revenue, I'm going to build a deeper relationship with blah, blah, blah. Like when I'm trying to get into that level of abundance, because to me, it does feel like abundance. It's a a gratitude that I get to move my life in the direction that I want, right? I have never been able to do that without clearing space. Now, back in the day, I used to just think I was just a crazy person, right? I didn't realize that that was the way I I manifested. So some people manifest by journaling. Some people manifest by thinking, by visualizing, by vision boarding. I manifest by clearing space out and then I journal. That just magically seems to be my routine. So when I say you're clearing space and you're taking the practical steps, sometimes that literally means taking the practical steps. So the example that I wanna run with in the episode for today, is the side hustle right so for me i'd rather instead of talking about like you know the exercise bit that most people are probably going through right now or the um i don't know exercise or food or any of the other like comedy things which are not bad you know all of us most likely if you're anything like me you've had one too many christmas cookies and you're like oh boy i need i need to do a little bit of cleansing because my, my, my body's looking a little more round than I, I'm enjoying so <laughs> I'm not trying to discount any of that stuff but I love mindset and I love business and I love money so that's why I want to make today's example all about a side hustle right like it feels very practical to me so hopefully someone in <laughs> that's listening to this is starting a side hustle and you really can take good notes or you can dive into the journal prompts so One thing I want to point out is when you're trying to make room for abundance, you're trying to do the practical steps, right? Because a lot of people will talk about the spiritual steps or the emotional steps or being an energetic match. And I think all of that has its place, but there's a practical side to it too. Like you actually have to do something. You can't just sit there and be like, I am manifesting and therefore I receive it all. Like it doesn't work that way. And when people say that, it drives me freaking fracking nuts because it's like you're lying and misleading people so that they can follow you and they can buy something from you aka a business and then when they're 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 getting a better mindset but nothing actually happens you just are priming them to buy more more and more shit from you and it's like instead of actually helping people and saying hey here's the energetic things to do aka change your mindset right get clear around your money, get clear on this, this, and this. Instead of just saying, here's the practical and the energetic to do. And if you do both of them, oh my God, you'll actually have really good results. People just talk about manifesting. People just talk about abundance. And I am, I always get a little hesitant whenever I use the word abundance or manifesting or things like that in my titles or in my copy, because it's like, I don't want to mislead someone thinking that you don't have to do the work. But what I do like to point out is, i for a hot country hot minute didn't know what the work looked like i was like what the freak does that mean people say do the work do the work i'm like what the fuck are you talking about do the work what work give me a damn checklist give me a road map give me a guidepost. give me a book give me give me a something so that i can understand what the hell i'm supposed to be doing so with that being said clearly i'm passionate about having roadmaps and checklists and journal prompts um this is what I want you to start thinking of as you're doing deep practical steps. So where you would be at right now, or if you are feeling any of this or going through any of this, this is kind of like your little canary in the coal mine. You want to start the side hustle. You set it as a new year's goal. You're going to be doing X, Y, and Z. You're going to build the company like, okay, I'm going to use one of my girlfriends who I love to pieces and she will totally not hate me for using her as an example. She is a new-ish mom she's got two uh two babies they're um under three let's say that um and she had a business where she she had a business before she had the babies she worked for herself um on a part-time-ish basis before she had the babies the babies came uh covid happened life completely was not what she was expecting and now she's finally getting back into a stage where she can go ahead and you know, step away from the babies for a little bit of time here and there and she can go out back to working on her business because she feels like she's got the energetic bandwidth and the physical bandwidth and all of that, right? All the bandwidths. So she sets her intentions. She sets her goals for this new year. I'm going to focus back on my side hustle. I'm going to carve out X amount of hours a week. I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to sell that. I'm going to create this. I'm going to do all the things that have been brewing in my head but I haven't been able to actually do, right? So that's where they... That's where she starts and then scheduling gets in the way and then childcare gets in the way. And then she actually gets a chance to sit down. Maybe she's in a coffee shop and she's sitting down and she's like, oh shit, now what do I do? Um, she's saying that she's going to spend time on the, the Instas or the socials or the TikToks or the whatever. And she sits down and she's like, oh my God, what do I post? What do I write? How do I communicate? How do how do I turn this idea into a thing, right? And my favorite canary in the coal mine Um, when you're having a really hard time taking the practical and making it actually practical is when you start to buy a bunch of stuff and I'm talking just stuff. So it can be courses, it could be audiobooks, it could be, uh, you know, one too many trips to Marshalls. It could be, uh, things on Amazon. You just, you start buying a lot of things because you keep thinking in the back of your head, well, if I buy this next thing, it'll solve my problem for me instead what you're supposed to be looking like and what you're striving towards whether you're conscious of it or not is that i don't know someone gets sick in the household the kids get sick in the household but it's not that big of a deal you can go ahead and you can move you can pivot you can be flexible and then you can get right back on track you start to create these habits that are really actually scalable and you're like you know i can go ahead and start outsourcing this bit and i can take this bit and grow it and I can kind of dive deeper into this bit and I can leverage this bit and you start to build this flexible, tangible, movable, you know, business. And when you start doing that, because you start having the right building blocks in place, then you start compounding it, right? So you're compounding, dude, I'm, I'm posting on the TikToks, I'm posting on the Instas, and now I have enough, enough bandwidth and enough content and, and a, a process created so that I can create the content, I can hire you know, someone to help me schedule it all out, And now I'm on six different platforms where four I could barely even manage being on one. And you start getting this compound effect. More people are able to find you. More people are able to love you. More people are able to then buy from you. And then they start to buy and they start to buy and they start to buy. So the money, which started out as a side hustle, now can... You know, not just fund the practical things, maybe the cost of physically doing business, the scheduler, the audio person, the the the. I don't know, the know new mouse for your computer, like not just the practical stuff, right? But the money that is coming from people loving you and buying from you because you're putting out such a good product can also start to buy the things on your vision board. So you've gone full freaking circle, right? You started at the vision board and... I wish you guys could totally see my hands. Sometimes I think about like recording myself and other times I'm like, I would look like an ever-loving crazy person. So just know that the hands are going decibel 10 Spanish right now, like all over the place. So (laughs) you're starting and ending back where you want to be. You're in this fully you know, self-fulfilling circle in a very good and healthy way. You start at the vision board, you get clear on what you want. You start to take the actual practical steps to make the abundance come in. You build the habits, you build the routines, you, you start to gain momentum, and then you're able to go back to the vision board and accomplish things that were there to begin with. So it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to try and say like, oh, it's, it's, it's easy. You just have to manifest. No, I, I again, you've, you've got to do both, right? So to do both, you know, I've talked about doing it in a couple of different ways. I, for the last five or six years, unconsciously did journal prompts, which is why I am so obsessed about my own journal prompts. Like I pour my heart and souls into them um, all my souls, not just my soul, apparently. Um, but I pour my heart and soul into the journal prompts. And I have tons of journals where I've been able to go back over the years. And it's really cool. I've been able to go back and see, you know, this problem I was working on, you know, I was able to kind of shift through it and change my mindset. And, and I have this record of how I've had my mindset shift and progress. And then, You know, it was fascinating to see and go backwards that like over time, the shifts were happening so much faster. So I would get stuck on something and where sometimes I would get stuck on something and I would write six, eight, 10, 15 different entries about the same dang thing. And I couldn't wrap my brain around it and I couldn't figure out how to solve it. I started to gain the momentum. I started to do the clearing and, you know, actual do practical stuff. And magically, you know, instead of having 6, 8, 10 entries about one problem, I'm having two, I'm having three, I'm maybe having one, right? Like, I can see the shift happening in the one entry. So, here's how you do it. Here's the practical. Here's the 15 minutes of buildup. But first, <laughs> don't forget, if you want any of the journal prompts, whether it's for this episode or any of my other 70-something episodes that I have produced... Go to the Etsy store and use podcast love as your coupon code 50% off, right? Let's, let's go back to the practical and let's also save money and let's also have Easter eggs. So the practical, here's how you clear space. You're going to clear space through journal prompts. You can clear space on buying specific courses with an end result in mind. So I've got my course betting on me, which teaches you the practical steps of building your confidence so that you can run your, your business, right? and stutter and still make money because like oh my god there's so many different things that like I shouldn't be doing but yet I still make money like I shouldn't stutter I shouldn't curse I shouldn't do this I should have an episode magically under 15 minutes and I do none of those things and I stutter and I curse and my episodes are long and meaty and yet I still make money so like you can buy specific courses that are solving an actual problem not just panic buying um another thing i like to do which is what totally spawned this episode is you can remove physical unrelated clutter in your home even if it just bothers you so i had the night off um Not night off but like I wasn't really doing anything I didn't have anything planned uh Ben is actually on a mini road trip with his dad he's coming home super late tonight so I was like you know what I'm gonna remove that dang clutter I didn't say dang let's let's be honest I cursed right I'm gonna remove that mother trucking clutter out of my house that has been driving me up a damn wall for like weeks now But I haven't like sat down and got at all. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the dogs on a nice long walk. Me, Holly, demon, and the cow. (laughs) We walked around the whole property and the back pasture. Um, If you don't know, we've got nine acres. So we did the whole trek around all nine acres. Loved it, had a great time. And then after that, everyone came inside, got their cookies. Well, not the cow, the cow wants to come inside, but he did not come inside. So (laughs) everyone got their cookies except for the cow and You know, then I was like, okay, it's my turn now. I'm going to remove the clutter. I need to physically make room and clear space because sometimes that is the fastest way I have a shift, right? it's The fastest way I can kind of reorganize everything in the back of my brain. And if you're not like a super purger, like me, like it's okay. You know, you can start small. I always start with what's bothering me and I don't stop until I don't feel bothered anymore. That's the secret, right? It's not that I have some like ninja Dean on like how to organize things and Tetris things. Like I can't Tetris things to save my life. Like Ben does it, he's fantastic, I suck at it. But what I do is I go into a room and then I basically make a circle throughout my whole house And I like most of the time I start off in the bathroom and I go through uh, beauty products, um, old antibiotics, old medications, empty bottles, um, things I don't like anymore. Um, I kind of throw out all the actual garbage, right? Like if it's old prescriptions or empty bottles, I throw that stuff out. Right. And then like um, face masks. So I had been gifted probably like 10 different face masks and the person that gifted them to me meant well and I was really excited and then I started using some different face masks and my skin is apparently so bougie and sensitive that every time I did it I broke out into massive heat rashes and I was horrified because I'm like oh my god I have these huge heat rashes on my face now and I have to do all these things to try and calm my face down but yeah I just wanted to use the face masks, so I tried multiple times it's not going to work it's not a thing my skin just says no, you high. No face masks, <laughs> bath bombs only, apparently. Um, and so. I took all those face masks and I took a a couple of beauty products that I just can't use um, or I don't want to use. And I put it all in a bag and I started the bag. I started donating in there. Then I went to the closet and I looked at like a couple of pieces that I really didn't want anymore. Then I went through the the bedroom drawers. Then I went into the kitchen and I was like, okay, what random crap has ended up making its way into the house? Is it containers? Is it plastic containers that I don't like? Is it cups that I don't enjoy anymore? Because... If you haven't heard in last week's episode, I have like 20 something cups. I have like, I have a problem. It's called I collect coffee mugs and it's, it's a moment. So like I went through my coffee mugs and I found like one, so I'm down to 24 now. Yay. But like. I went and got rid of one coffee mug that I really didn't like anymore. So I went through and I had some cleaning products that I didn't want to use anymore. So I got all of that, went through the office, went through the closet, went through, like I went through all of these things, right? And I'm gathering all of these things throughout every single room in the house. And every time I knew to get rid of that item is because my body language changed. So if you haven't done this and I'm taking it for granted that you have, but like if you haven't done any type of purge like this, I am always so conscious of like what my body is doing. So like if I really don't like something, I have, oh my God, it's like, I don't know, you might understand the reference. It's like a 50s Fonzie reference from like Happy Days where like, I think it was Fonzie, where he like kind of lifted up one part of his lip and it was almost like a snarl. But I'm not snarling, but like subconsciously, if I don't like something, I'll kind of lift up one part of my lip a little bit or like I'll shudder or I'll I'll swallow really hard or I'll grimace or like grimace or like, I'll like tuck my shoulders in. But my body language goes from normal, happy, flowy, easy peasy, right? To like shifts hard and it changes. And so what I've started doing is as I'm going through the room, as I'm maybe organizing some stuff or putting some stuff away, um, I, I pay attention for when my body has that type of like knee jerk reaction and I'm like, Oh, that's a sign I need to get rid of this. So, There was, like, two jackets in my closet that, like, you know, I thought about it. And then every time I started to think about it, like, I felt one part of my face kind of, like, start to tighten up a little. And I'm like, you know what? It's okay to get rid of some jackets. And it's okay to get rid of the space. And, And I know it sounds weird that I'm talking about unrelated clutter as a practical thing to manifest abundance but the reason why i'm saying it the reason why i'm saying you know energetically maybe set some boundaries to take care of yourself clear your clear the clutter out of your room organize do this do that is i want you to clear space when you clear space it allows your brain to calm down like legitimately calm down your nervous system calms down and you can actually make really smart decisions you can process things very very well So then that way, you know what to do to move forward on your next steps because your subconscious is thinking of all the shit you want to do in the background, right? You're just kind of puttering away and letting it process. When you do that, it means you will know what course to buy next, what next action to take, what thing you want to focus on, what thing you want to stop doing, but you need space to process all of that. And the other part of it too is there's this thing... um, Ben had concussions when we were in high school from playing football, like pretty much every football player does, right? Um, his were really, really, really bad. Like, he developed, like, really bad light sensitivity. Um, and he had some memory issues when we were in high school. So some of the things I used to do, because um, obviously we weren't living together in high school, but, like, I was over at his house 24-7. And, this, you know, there was little things he used to do. Um, and I would go after, you know, I would go over to his house after cheerleading practice and stuff like that. And, um, I always noticed his mom put certain things in the same spot every single time. And I'm like, why are you doing that? And I would ask him the same thing. I'm like, why are you putting like your, your, your phone has to be here. Your toothpaste has to be here. Your, your hairbrush has to be here. Like, why, why are you so rigid about all that? He's like, that's the only way my brain can process things. So over time and over, obviously the, the damage that the concussions did, you know, I really dived into physical space and what clutter does to your brain and this to me is uber fascinating this is such a rabbit hole to go down if you really want to um, reach out to me and I can kind of point you into some different directions but basically when your brain is healthy think of it this way you're sitting in a room and you have a healthy brain your brain is subconsciously scanning everything in your room that it can see and it processes everything as like one big sweep, like a security sweep. And it says, okay, I'm in a room that has no threat to me. Cool, I can move on. I can focus on other things. When your brain has been damaged, so whether you've been in like my mom, she's been in a bunch of car accidents and she's had you know concussions, unfortunately. Whether you've been hitting football or however type of brain damage, or maybe you get overwhelmed really easily, or maybe you've got little ones, like super little ones, and their brains are developing. When your brain isn't just a normal middle-aged adult brain that's super healthy, what it does is it starts to scan the room and then it recognizes, okay, there's no threats, but it doesn't know to stop. And this that's the thing that like blew my mind. I was like, what do you mean it doesn't know how to stop? A, A brain that has been damaged, whether it's concussions or accidents or whatever, like what it'll do is it'll scan the room, stop, scan the room, stop scan the room, stop, and it keeps going over and over and over again the entire time you're awake. So for anyone that has a brain like that, like, that is exhausting. Just me contemplating it, and I've been, you know, living with this for demon barking in the background for over, like, 15 years now, right? Like, that to me is just exhausting. I can't even imagine what it would be like if... I had to live that way. Like I've, I've tried and I can kind of understand it and I can understand it from a, a practical point of view, but like to constantly be scanning your environment subconsciously and looking for threats and having your brain not know that it's okay to stop is, is just exhausting. So why do I even bring that up? How does that, you know, talk about any type of relevance in regards to manifesting abundance in the practicality? Well, regardless of what's going on with you and your brain like you need to give yourself the best foot forward you can right so that's going to mean making sure that your brain has the best possibility to process what's going on like i know that there's people out there that they're you know super productive and they're like idiot savants and they have you know a, a literal pile on their desk and they can't find anything right like clearly those people exist but if you were one of those people, most likely you were not listening to this podcast. I, I would be very surprised because, again, it's called clear the clutter. So naturally, it shouldn't—you shouldn't be attracted to it. But like, it sounds really, it really dumb. But like, processing what is going on in the back of your brain and giving your brain room and space, and giving your body physical physical space, and giving your subconscious space makes such a difference when you're trying to process big things. When you're trying to figure out. What are the things I wanna focus on? What are the next steps I need to take? What is it that I need to buy? Because most of the time, especially if you're starting a side hustle, you're gonna have to spend money. And it's okay to spend money. I believe deeply in spending money. It drives Ben insane. I love to spend money. Like, I love it. You you have no idea how much I love to spend money, right? But I don't like to waste money. So if I am just randomly buying crap because I don't know what I'm focusing on, you know, I'm buying a a thing on funnels, I'm buying a thing on ads, and I'm buying a thing on uh, conversions, and then I'm buying TikTok strategies, and then I'm buying this, and I'm buying that, and I'm buying like 10 different things. How in God's creation am I going to focus? How in God's creation am I going to accomplish anything? I'm not. So the practical thing to do would be, hey, let's put a pause on buying everything. Let's pick out aka the habits that I want to build for this month. So this month I'm going to focus on what? Okay focusing on this widget means I need to do A, B, C, D, and E. Oh it looks like I'm a little weak on C. Hmm let me buy something that supports C because A, B, D, and E I'm solid on. Cool not a problem. Like you're not gonna hit that level of like, I don't know, not not Nirvana, but like enlightenment, business enlightenment. If your area and your environment's a shit show, if your brain's a shit show and you're just moving from one crisis to the other, like you don't, You, you just don't. And you know, Margaret of 20 years ago, not 20, I should say that, Margaret of 10 years ago would have been like, well, you don't understand. You're not living in a chaotic environment. You just have to learn to adapt and be tough. Yes, I agree. But the other part of it, which I didn't know, and this is the the benefit. And this is the part that I love about getting older is like you learn shit, right? Because you've had time to put things into action. And you're like, huh, it didn't work as well as I thought. So I've done things. I've tried building businesses. I've tried building habits in the middle of chaos, in the middle of overwhelm, in the middle of my office looking like a damn bomb went off and, you know, focusing on this and, you know, trying to do 15 strategies at one time. I've tried all of that. And if it worked, like, mind you, it did not work 95% of the time. But if it did work, it worked in such an anemic way that I'm like, well, this shit wasn't worth it. Like I would focus on five different strategies and I would try this and I would try that. And I wouldn't stick with anything long enough to go ahead and try to accomplish it. Because again, my my brain, my thought process, my mindset, my physical environment was just a mess. And so what happens when it's a mess? You don't know where to go. You don't know what to focus on. You don't know what right steps to take. You don't know they're like, hmm. Knowing that I'm going to block off three days a week so that I can work on my side hustle, again, following through with this example, and I'm going to do, I don't know, content creation on Tuesdays, I'm going to do blah, blah, blahs on Thursdays, and I'm going to do blah, blah, blahs on Saturdays. So, you know, that part's relevant, right? But like, I'm going to do the three things and I'm going to focus on that for a month and I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to see what works. I'm going to see what doesn't. I'm going to see where I get pushback. I'm going to see what roadblocks come up in my life. And I'm going to go through them. And I'm going to process them. And I'm going to work through it. So when you take that time, you go into it with a clear space and a clear head and a clear mindset. Then as things come up, you're like, hmm, I noticed that if I try to work on it three days a week, that's pretty realistic. But trying to work on stuff at like seven o'clock at night doesn't really work. It seems that, The natural rhythm of things is to start at nine o'clock. Okay, well that means I need to have everything done before nine o'clock so I could sit down and start working on my business. Hmm, I notice that I get a little bit of pushback from my family because they interrupt me or they ask for my help or they come into this and they do that. You know, let me me ask them if they can understand how important this is to me. Let me ask them if they value this as much as I value it. Let me let me see where they're at and if they understand what I'm doing versus they think I'm just dicking off in my office, you know. Oh, I, I I noticed that you know creating the content in this manner in a a set time frame really feels good. I sit down, I have a bunch of ideas. I I bust out the Canva, I I do the clockies, I do the things, I schedule it out, and it feels great. You know, you're not gonna get that if you never made the space to get there. So, the practical feeds into the abundance feeds into the the manifesting and then the manifesting feeds back into the practical for the most part all of this if you're doing it right it should be a fluid circle if it doesn't feel like a fluid circle one of those three steps is wrong you're either like i said you're either not clear on what you're trying to do you don't know what you want the end result to look like or you don't know where you're getting stuck because you haven't stuck with it long enough and. Long enough is relative. I, I say, you know what? Give it a month. Give it a month. Do a solid 30 days of life. What does life 30 days with this thing that you want look like? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Do you need to tweak this? Maybe you need to change it to four nights a week. Maybe you need to change it to, you know, one crazy long Sunday every other weekend. Like, you're not going to know until you make space. <laughs> and, like, my hands are going all over the place. So, with that being said, oh my god i'm so used to saying the word space now i want you to go ahead and start writing down user journal prompts to see where you're stuck on one of the three things are you stuck on your visions you know your vision or your goal or your 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 thought process isn't really that clear let's clear that up let's and if if a year feels too big and too overwhelming Screw it, start at a month. We all can figure out what a month looks like because we all, you know, have jobs that kind of, or not jobs per se, but like we all have rhythms or systems in our lives that kind of focus around a month. So if a year feels too overwhelming and too big, focus on a month. What does a month look like? If that is not where your issue is, but you're like, you know, I I really don't feel comfortable. It doesn't feel safe to be at the end result. Focus on clearing out the mindsets of, It's safe for me to get rid of things. It's safe for me to make room for new things in my life. It's safe for me to, you know, build boundaries so that I can focus on myself. It's safe to to not be the stereotypical wife or girlfriend or mom or caretaker or coworker and just be me. It's safe to, to move forward into the life that I want. It's safe to even desire and feel that I'm worthy of this life and that even though I have a good life now, like it's allowed to be better. It's safe for all of that to happen. And then take some practical steps, you know, pick a random night and do a purge out of your house. I don't care what you throw out. I don't care what you get rid of. It could be one thing. It could be half the dang house, right? It's, it's the point of the practice of getting rid of and making space and moving, Right. So with that being said, I want to, from the bottom of my heart, as always, thank you for listening to today's episode. I would love, just so love to hear or see how you're using the journal prompts and out in the wild. So you can go ahead and tag me wherever you are on the socials. Um, I'm pretty much on every social media platform at this point. Go ahead and tag me and show me where you're listening to the episode, where you're doing the journal prompts. Don't forget to use the Easter egg coupon code for the journal prompts. Um, I like to think of them as a bite-sized shift that can be done in under an hour. That's the intention that I have when I sit down and write the journal prompts. So definitely go ahead and dive into those. And if you haven't, go ahead and sign up for the newsletter. You'll get my top three questions that I use daily to guide my decisions as to where I'm going to spend my time and my money. And obviously you'll get three real life examples of how to answer each question. So you can kind of make it practically work for you. So I love you. Go make space, make abundance. Let's start this year rocking and hot and all sexy vibes. And I will talk to you later. Bye. Have a burning question for me.